0: And so for me, getting into public speaking has always felt like the best way to a sale.
1: This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business.
2: Welcome to Stay Paid. My name is... My name (laughs) name is Josh. My name happens to be Joshua Stike. And I am
1: with... Luke Acree.
2: Luke Acree. Before we bring on our guest today, would love if you would take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're not already, while you're there, drop us a review. We'll read it here on the show. This week's featured review comes from Seeds for Change, via Apple Podcasts. They say awesome hosts and guests, five stars. Thank you. This show and content so far, it's all value. I somehow start watching almost religiously. I find it motivating on how to scale and grow as a decent human being in this walk called life. Thank you, Wow. Josh and Luke. And your dignitaries—that that was very. nice. That felt very philosophical, even. <laughs> very philosophical
1: <laughs> seeds for change. I love our it. Thank you. Dignitaries
2: is here on the show today. His name is Mark Brownstein. Mark is regarded as a trusted advisor and is a fully licensed Medicare professional servicing 15 states around the U.S. As an advisor, Mark has built his career based on education and hosts a local monthly radio show called Medicare with Mark. He's received industry recognition as a highly energetic leader who is both committed to the highest fiduciary standards as well as quality service mark welcome to stay paid
0: uh thank you thank you for having me pleasure to be here
1: mark it's awesome to have you on i would love for you to introduce yourself to the audience i know you've literally had like 12 careers but now you are having a successful career you know advising seniors and others i would love for you to share kind of a thirty thousand foot view of how you've built uh, your business and how you got to where you're at today
0: so it is true i've had multiple careers um my life started in New York, um, went to college here, but then uh, moved over to the West Coast and uh, spent time, quite honestly, in Oregon, Arizona, Alaska, and then Seattle. After wow. Seattle, I moved back to New York, which is where my home and love is. And, uh, you know, working hard, um, uh, I lost my dad at 14 and sort of changed the trajectory of my life, uh, my business life as well. And uh, really continue to seek careers, continue to seek mentors. Um, I've worked hard. Um, I really uh, worked in so many states. I've traveled the country. I've been in many industries, uh, learned a lot. And, um, you know, my, my career is really based on selling and training. And, mm. you know, that's really where I am come from. And that's the business I'm in and I have always been.
1: Love that. How, how big, or I should say how long and how many clients are you servicing right now in the Medicare space?
0: We've got about a thousand clients now nice. and I probably speak to about a thousand people a year on the phone. Wow. And through, through webinars and seminars, it's close to another thousand. Um, you know, I have not slowed down at all since this uh, COVID and just done webinars instead of seminars. And Love that. Uh, there's, there's always people to talk to.
2: Love that. So I'm going to switch up the questions here for a little I want to kind of chase that a little bit from the seminar and webinar part. So you do a ton of public speaking. How has that kind of impacted your business? Are you getting leads from that? Is that more of a sort of referral type of strategy? How did you get into public speaking? Yeah, it's a great question.
0: So for me, public speaking has always been about just being authentic and being myself. Um, I have felt that uh, in the early days of selling, um, I realized that the better I educated people, the more they trusted me. And so for me, getting into public speaking has always felt like the best way to a sale. Um, And so I have, from the early days of whatever I've been doing, and I've worked for software companies, um, I've been involved in many industries, and I've always felt that public speaking and my ability to simplify a subject Mm. was the key to make sure that people really understood, I answered their questions, Um, I listened to them closely. And I made sure that when they left the interaction with me, they felt informed and they trusted.
1: That's such a golden nugget there. It's literally, you got to get your ability to speak down to where a fifth grader could understand it. Because if a fifth grader can understand it, right, you know you're communicating well, you know you're getting your point across. The other thing that I would encourage people to do is when you have altitude on a subject matter, when you've actually prepared, put in the work, right, and, and you know your stuff cold, That's really when you can start portraying with confidence and clarity what you're trying to do for people. So overcoming nerves, I think, is one of the biggest things for public speaking is like, how do I overcome the nerves? It's through preparation, through preparation and knowledge on the subject matter.
0: I completely agree. Preparation is, is key, but also just putting your feet in water. You know, the first few might be nervous. Um, And after you do five or more, but my comment is that I don't care if you're an actor, a musician, or a public speaker, There's always a little bit of jitters, a little bit of nerves, no matter what you're doing on a podcast or a radio, and that's healthy and good.
1: Yep, I I agree with you. It keeps you sharp keeps you sharp when you have that nervousness. It really changes one one of the things I heard that was super powerful, and I can't remember who to give credit to, but it was the way you think about nervousness. And so many people, they think about nervous in a bad way versus an exciting way. And if you just change the way you think about it and think about like that rush and that feeling, and the example that was given is when you... Think about nervousness. What do you think about the emotions that are going on in the, phys- the physiology? Yeah. The oh, shakiness, man. your heartbeat and your heart rate goes up, right? You get a little bit excited it's the exact same way you think about the things that you're excited for. Yeah, You get a little jittery, right? Your heartbeat goes up. It's the exact same physiology that That's happens why. to you when you're nervous, yeah. happens to you when you're excited. And so if you just change the thought process, and I forget who said this, there's a great podcast on it, but it was like they picked up on it when reporters were interviewing Olympic athletes, mm is where it was. And I forget, I think we've mentioned it before on the show, but they interviewed Olympic athletes and everybody asked, you know, the reporters asked, were you nervous? And they go, no, I wasn't nervous at all. But then when they describe their feelings, they were literally describing how people would describe nervousness, but they described it as excited. They described it as can't wait for it type idea. So those are great tips for public speaking. I wanna switch gears and go down the ro- uh, road of lead generation because so many people are curious. We, we don't get the chance to interview a ton of Medicare agents and people who have built successful businesses in the insurance space. I would love to ask you, I know you get the majority of your leads through what I would call as partnerships. So, partnerships with like, you know, people in the industry, people that have the same client base as you. Can you talk to us a little bit about what those partnerships are?
0: Sure. The partnerships in Medicare um, are, you know, vast. And so, the ones that I have focused on, because I have sort of been in and out of financial services. And so, I have always felt confident, been able to wear. You know, a jacket, um, felt comfortable uh, being able to speak to a group of professionals. But financial planners and CPAs um, and medical offices have been a really core of my business because they really value uh, the expertise of another individual. They realize that they don't really want to get involved in this kind of area. There's not a huge amount of commission, but it is an annuity business. And it's about volume. And people really respect the fact that I am not involved in other areas of financial planning. So I'm not competing with them in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, They realize that they can trust me they realized whether they're on the phone with me or they get feedback from their client that I'm doing what's always in the best interests of their client. They have a fiduciary responsibility for their clients. Uh, Some of them don't take commission at all anyway. So they often realize that they have to sort of outsource some of the areas like estate planning, maybe accounting that they don't do, but want to be able to share expertise with from a trusted person. These planners and these CPAs Realize that Medicare is a critical component of people's retirement. There's a huge amount of money that goes into healthcare and prescription drugs. And for someone to be able to navigate it on their own is even for the most intelligent people that I work with, they truly value the fact that this is my expertise and that they can keep coming to me and there's no cost for the services that I provide.
2: Talk a little bit about, because it sounds like you've got a great connection or network. And I think when we were speaking earlier, you called it your golden Rolodex. How do you go about creating those relationships with those different businesses so that you become the trusted advisor that they are recommending?
0: So I go back to public speaking, is that the opportunity to do a simple lunch and learn, bringing in food, or being able to do larger presentations or be able to connect through LinkedIn, um, or to invite them to a, let's call it a small group of just planners, or through a webinar. Um, They have realized that they have to learn enough of this information to be able to um, not be ignoring this subject. Uh, They know that this is important, and they know that someone is out there who can provide that value. So you are
2: going to the businesses basically saying, hey, I'll bring lunch, I'll do a presentation, I will teach you and your people in the office all of this information that they need to have in order to help their clients. And
0: then you become their trusted advisor from there. Right, there have been many cases where they have invited you know, their trusted clients into the room as well. Mm. And maybe I have shared the room with another planner or CPA and they've talked about their subject. And I've been one of the speakers of the day Uh, but it gives some additional value to their pitch. Um, Again, somebody outside of the firm that they trust, but important information for them to provide Uh, So yes, consumers as well as planners have been a part of the meeting that I have provided the same education for. Maybe a little different presentation, but not that much different.
1: Yep. I love that. So one of the thoughts that I had is like relationship marketing is the key to the game, right? Josh and I always say relationships are the currency of business. But I think so few people realize that so much opportunity is on the table there from partnerships. And the easiest way to get partnerships is to look at your vendors that help you with a Transaction. So if you're a real estate agent right now, that would be a mortgage company, that'd be a title company, insurance company, maybe inspectors to help get the inspection done. Those are natural synergistic vendors that help you complete a transaction that should turn into a partnership. And I was talking and had lunch with an agent the other day. The majority of their business comes from actually helping seniors. And it comes specifically from two partnerships one is from elder care attorneys. So they have an elder care attorney law firm that's pretty big. And that law firm feeds them so many seniors that need help downsizing, right? Because they're dealing with this whole transition. And then the other place that this agent gets business is from senior living homes. So the senior living homes, he does exactly what you're talking about, which is he goes to the senior living home. He gives presentations, seminars two people offers that value as a way to get in and be the real estate agent of choice that when the senior needs to make that transition into a senior living home, he's there to help them downsize, take care of their property, all that good stuff. I think he's going to do 60 million or did 60 million, I should say in 2021 in volume. That's a perfect example of an application of applying what you're exactly doing in the Medicare space is that you have these vendors Turn them into partnerships. How do you do that? Feed them business. Bring valuable education that makes them look better. So you're making the financial planner look better by bringing the education of Medicare. You're making the doctor's office look better. So it's a value add to them. But at the same time, they're now feeding you those referrals. It's absolutely genius. Relationships are the key to success. Right now, everyone in your database knows three to five people who need what you sell. So how do you get those valuable referrals? By connecting consistently and meaningfully. American Lifestyle Magazine is a high quality, 48 page publication branded to you and full of amazing content your recipients will love. It helps you stay connected with your clients and sphere, keeping you top of mind for referrals. Wanna see how it works? Get your free sample of American Lifestyle Magazine at remindermedia.com slash stay paid sample. That's remindermedia.com slash stay paid sample. How else do you keep in touch like with your database, with your relationships? How are you, you know, staying top of mind with them to drive referrals, to drive repeat business?
0: So wherever I am, whoever I'm in touch with, whoever I'm shaking hands or in touch with, I am always trying to get their email address. So I am capturing, you know, it could be five, five, 10 a week um, for years. And I have a database of, you know, 5,000 or more. And they get educational um, information regularly. Uh, They get an invite to a webinar or a seminar that I might be doing. But people don't opt out. They do feel informed. I tell them what's going on in the industry. Um, so it is really a uh, an area where between thank you cards, um, referral thank yous, uh, constant contact is the CRM, uh, the kind of the mail distribution that we do. Um, it, it does make a difference and people come out of the woodwork. Uh, but one thing I did want to add to your comment about partners is that because the senior centers of sort, the the assisted living facilities, it's really the fifty over 55 communities that for Medicare is actually the, the key area.
1: Oh, that's genius, yeah.
0: It's, it's not necessarily the people who are 75, but it's the people that are 55 and 60 uh, that are the greatest source in that regard for um, Medicare referrals and leads.
2: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love the tip about collecting. Always making sure that you get the email address because we've talked about it before. Once you, like going out and getting new leads or paying for leads is expensive. But once you have that relationship, you own your email list and your database. And if you're doing what Mark just talked about in terms of actually delivering value, those people will stay on your list and you will stay top of mind. Mark, last question for you. Knowing what you know now, after all your careers and all your, your journey here, what would you go back and tell younger Mark?
0: So that is a wonderful question. And and, and having known that you were going to ask that question, I thought about that and was humbled by it. Um, You know, I read things all the time about personal growth, but one thing that it says is um, find the right partner, Mm. um, whether it be your life partner or your business partner, as one of the keys to... um, You know, and so that's one of the things that I would say to myself. I would also say, you know, staying local. Hmm. You know, I left out West. I came back and a lot of the folks that I went to school with, um, I wasn't in touch with. So staying local and being a part of your community. I'm on boards here where I live, but it's not the community uh, that that I'm from. I I would also say that... um, I, I know that patience is, is a difficult word in the world of business, but I know having been through True. many careers that it really takes 18 months to three years to really build a successful business. Yes. And you have to be patient. You have to understand that it takes time. Um, but I, I guess the last thing that I would say is it's about just working hard, um, you know, being focused and being organized.
2: I love that. Absolutely. Love the last one. Yeah. All the other ones are good. If you work hard, focus, massive action, consistency. That's <laughs> awesome. It. Mark, thank you so much for being here. Before we close out, please let people know how they can connect with you.
0: So, um, EmeraldMedicare.com is the website. Um, lots of good information. Uh, the phone number is 845 358 1220. And those are the two best ways to get a hold of me. I have YouTubes and webinars listed on there, but anytime, any question, my services are free. Happy to help. We have a great team. That's
2: awesome. Thank you so so much, Mark. And thank you all for listening to Dive Deeper in this episode. We'll link out to that site as well. And you can get uh, the show notes at staypaidpodcast.com for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode uh, and want to show your support, the best way is to head on over to podcast, Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, drop a note to let us know how we're doing or read it here on the show. And uh, the actual best way, I know I mixed that up. That was the second (laughs) best. The absolute best is to share this episode (laughs) with somebody that you know. If you want to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at, podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike.
1: Guys, I'm Luke Acre. Here's your action item from the show. Partnerships are huge. They can drive your business. What I want you to do is I want you to sit down. I want you to think about the partners that you have, these vendors that are helping you get deals done. Go and offer your value to them. So if you're a real estate agent right now, Call up your insurance agent that you know, an insurance agent that helps you with your deals and all that good stuff, and ask if you can do a webinar to their people about investing in real estate. Have you ever been interested in real estate investing? Have you ever been interested about the mortgage rates? Whatever it is, the education that you can bring to the table. Apply that to any industry. You're listening to Mark here in the Medicare industry. He's doing those type of presentations for doctor's offices or financial planners. You can do the exact same thing. Sit down. Write out who your vendors are, give them a call, see if you can add a value add by doing a webinar with them. It's a great way to build your database, reach other people. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single industry is top producers take action. Take action on that today.